Hello and welcome to episode five of Happy Humans. I'm Ryan Foley, and today we're talking about how you can be instantly likable and elicit respect in those that you meet very quickly, not through the words that you say, but through your nonverbal communication, the tone of your voice, the body language that you're demonstrating, and through the expressions on your face. And you might think, well, fair enough, but I'm a pretty likable person. Everyone likes me. All my friends say I'm kind, I'm generous. That may be true. And I'm not talking here about your association with your friends, but when you meet somebody new, they're making uh, judgments about who you are as a person from the very second. In fact, in less than a second, in less than a hundred milliseconds, a tenth of a second, you're already uh, being evaluated for attractiveness, for approachability, and they're checking out your dominance, meaning, are you the kind of person that might harm or, or hurt me? Right? We're being evaluated by these things. And many of them we can make adjustments for that enhance our, our likability, that make us more likable and that elicit more respect in those that we meet. Now, it's important that we adjust for this because, unfortunately, humans are really, really efficient at making these instantaneous judgments. Growing up, you probably heard the expression, don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge people by these first impressions, but we naturally do. And that goes back to who we are as humans. Hundreds, thousands of years ago, uh, I, as a man, for example, had a 50-50 chance of dying at the hand of another man through some violence. And so it was very important for me to be able to judge at a distance who's coming. Is it a friend or is it foe? Because if it's a foe, that could mean the end of my life. So there was high value in making these quick judgments. But nowadays, well, we've got more time. Chances are that person coming up to shake your hand is not about to whip out a sword and cut your head off. In fact, if they're saying hello to you, more likely than not, they're wanting to see, is this the kind of person that I like? This is where we're going to focus today. And this is important because people will use these judgments to determine if they want to work with you, if they want to listen to your ideas, and if you're worthy of respect. So in a business situation, this is important. In a social situation, this is absolutely important. And think about some specifics, such as going on a job interview. How might you want to appear in those situations? Well, the good news is, is we can control for a lot of these factors. One thing to keep in mind, though, is as humans, we are also biased. And so before we get into this, if you are looking at other people and you want to judge people more clearly, make sure to correct for a few of these biases. For example, we tend to judge people differently to us with different standards based on stereotypes and so on. For example, we tend to judge those that come from different ethnicities to us, different races to us, by different standards. And that just comes down to the fact that perhaps we haven't had a lot of exposure to dealing with people from other ethnicities. So one way to correct for this is just simply to increase our experience in associating with, talking with, and interacting with people 
from other cultures. Now, if you want a little bit more information on how to do that successfully, check out episode three of Happy Humans, Are You Culturally Intelligent? There's a lot of good nuggets in there that you can take, a few tools that you can use right away. But we're going to start off today talking about those nonverbal characteristics that we can demonstrate, the signals that we can send that make us more likable and worthy of more respect among those that we just meet. You know, within the first 100 milliseconds, there are really three things that we're noticing. And two of these things are highly dependent just on the physical structure of our face. So it's an assessment on our dominance. In other words, what's the likelihood that this person will hurt or help me? We tend to judge somebody as being more dominant when they show more masculine features in the structure of their face, in their, the low eyebrows, the cheekbones, the defined jawline, the, the overall texture. That will give us an impression on how dominant, which is, you know, what's the potential for hurt or harm? The other is uh, attractiveness. And we're looking here for what's the potential that this person might be a romantic partner or the negative might be, what's the potential that this person could be a romantic rival, somebody who might take my dearest beloved away from me because they're just so damn good looking? Right, we notice that. But the one thing that makes all the difference and can determine if a dominant person is going to help instead of hurt is a judgment of what we call approachability or warmth. And there's one expression that we can demonstrate, one expression that we can show on our face. And it's the one emotion that shows up in an expression that can be seen from farthest away. And that is a genuine smile. When we see a genuine smile on someone from a distance, it makes us think, even if this person is dominant, well, they're more likely to help, not hurt me. And if this person is attractive, well, we're more likely to get along than not. So the smile here is the key. And by the way, uh, demonstrating that smile, if, you, if you're looking at a social setting, can actually make you be perceived by other people as more attractive simply because you're more warm, you're more inviting. And this is especially true uh, with men looking at women. So if you want to very quickly show how likable you are, practice that genuine smile and show it the very first moment somebody sees you. Even though we have a tendency to judge a book by its cover, we tend to spend a little bit more than 100 milliseconds looking at the cover, right? So we've got to continue to demonstrate that we're likable. And one way that that happens in the United States is through the handshake. Now, a handshake uh, is typically done with two people grasping each other's hands with the each other's thumbs pointing upwards. And because the thumbs are pointing upwards, the hands are uh, parallel to each other, the palms are, are touching, but you don't have one person knuckles on top, forcing the other person's hand down, because that is an expression of dominance, right? Some people will offer the underside of their hand to say, look, I respect you. Now, that's important because you'll alter this depending on the situation that you're in. Normally, you're going to be even with not one person showing dominance on the other, or in other words, not one person having the upper hand. However, 
if you're meeting somebody of a very high stature, or if you want to humble yourself, maybe somebody is a bit nervous to meet you. Why not give them the upper hand? Or if you're in a job interview, for example, it's very important not to assert your dominance when you shake somebody's hand, twist theirs over so your knuckles are facing up and you've got the upper hand. That will signal, oh, this person is trying to assert dominance on me. Now, they're not thinking about that in the front of their brain, but rather subconsciously. And it leaves this feeling of, uh, I'm not sure this person's a team player. So be careful with the handshake. Some other body language tips to keep in mind during a first meeting is to make sure that we take up enough space to show that we're confident, that we have good upright posture. When we're trying to show that we're being honest, we tend to use gestures with our hands with our palms facing upwards. If we're sitting down at a table, don't keep your hands under the table. Make sure your hands are on top and show your open palms. And that will say, look, I'm being honest. I'm being open. You're seeing the real me. Now, that might change if you're in other situations where you need to be more dominant. Let's say you're in a meeting, you're making that big point that you need to make, and you need to make sure that you're taken seriously. Perhaps you've been using a lot of open palm gestures up to this point, but at that particular moment, you're going to turn your hand over and you're going to gesture with your palm down. This says, look, I know what I'm talking about here. You might want to take my ideas seriously. If we're not always uh, putting our palms down, and we're only using it to highlight the things that we consider very important, then we'll be taken seriously. And that comes across even in that first meeting. So we're open and honest, but when we really need to make that right point, we might flip our hands over so that our palms face down. Another very important gesture that you might see, particularly in a business scenario, uh, perhaps with clients, perhaps with somebody else that feels like they're more dominant in that situation, you might see a steeple. Now, what a steeple is, is if you hold your two hands out in front of you and you spread your fingers, so you've got, almost looks like you're, you're saying, you're high, about to high five your other hand, but your, your fingers are spread, and then tilt your fingers in so that your fingertips are touching, you create this tent-like structure called the steeple. And when people do this, and they hold their, their hands up like this in that steeple, they're showing dominance, they're showing confidence, they're saying, look, I really, really know what I'm talking about. However, it can be seen as a bit arrogant, so be careful using that steeple. Now, in situations where somebody might be trying to intentionally overpower you with the steeple, you can show uh, a counter gesture called the pistol steeple, which is essentially you, you do the steeple, but you bring your palms in so your palms are touching and you interlace all of your fingers, but your pointer fingers and your thumbs making a kind of gun shape. Some people will do the this gesture and they'll move it. They'll point at the person they're talking to. If you do that, make sure it's extremely rare and only in a situation where you're expected to be dominant. Otherwise, this comes across as very arrogant. But if you want to show that you're confident, you know what you're talking about with the steeple, but you also want to be approachable. You also want to show warmth. All you have to do is take the regular steeple, that tent shape again, and just pull your hands apart so it looks like you're holding an invisible basketball in the air, right? This is the 
the exploded steeple or the basketball steeple. This was a favorite of, of President Obama. This is a way to show confidence without coming across as arrogant. So if you have a tendency to use the steeple, explode it into the basketball steeple and you'll be both confident and warm at the same time. And finally, we can't talk about nonverbals without talking about the tone of our voice. And that's right, that is a nonverbal because we're not talking about the words. We're talking about the, the intonation of our voice, the pitch, the volume, the power. All of that is tied up in the tone. It even includes, if you think about it, the pace at which we speak. How do car salespeople speak? Or at least in the stereotype. We think of salespeople speaking rapidly, trying to get you to make that deal quickly, and we use that as a marker that maybe this person is taking advantage of us, not being sincere. So one thing that we can do is slow down the rate at which we speak. However, if everybody else is talking quickly around us, it's better not to slow down too much, but to match the pace of everybody else. If we're speaking much faster than everybody else, then that's not sending good signals. We want to adjust that. Another thing here that we can make very good adjustments to is the pitch that we're using. When our pitch goes up at the end of a sentence, we're showing less power. And when our pitch goes down, we're showing more power. Right? So for example, when you say your name, to do so confidently, lower the pitch at the end. Notice the difference. Hi, uh, my name's Ryan. That's a high pitch, and that doesn't sound very confident. Or we could use the lower pitch at the end. Hi, uh, my name's Ryan. And that's a little bit more confident. So we're not talking dr dramatic changes here, but the pitch sends a signal. And sometimes, if you are in a very dominant position, you might choose to have a lighter pitch to make the other person feel more comfortable. Think about how you interact with children, right? Don't we often elevate the pitch at the end of our sentence when we talk to children? Hello, what's your name? Yeah, my name's Ryan. Nice to meet you. And that makes sense because we want children to feel comfortable around us. So those are a few nonverbal tips that we can use to enhance our likability when we first meet other people in business, in social settings. It doesn't matter. We need to consider this. Now, just before I go, let's say that in your mind you're thinking, all right, Ryan, I hear what you're saying, but look, I'm a little bit timid by nature. I'm not sure that I can pull all this off. Well, you can, and here's a little trick that you can use. Studies have shown that we can prime ourselves to do better in these situations by listening to music that makes us feel more powerful before we go into these situations. And they found uh, through several experiments that have been done that when we listen to this kind of empowering music, what happens is not only do we feel more powerful, but we think more abstractly. We want to be the one to go first more often. And this is very good, particularly in meeting situations where we might be timid. right? And we want more control, which means we're going to actively assert more control. So if you're timid, listen to some music that gets you pumped up and makes you feel powerful before you go on any important meeting. And remember... It's not about being the most powerful person in the room. It's about adjusting ourselves so that we come across not only as confident, but as warm and likable. 
Well, I'm Ryan. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Happy Humans. I look forward to talking again with you next week. If you have a question or comment for me, you can leave it on Instagram at happyhumans underscore podcast. We'll see you next week. 